Good morning everyone, we're live here from Motown and this is the Digital Head Voice. This week we had a very interesting, uh, well let's say, experience, that is to do some social network analysis of the Digital Head Twitter community. And uh, from with what we're seeing right now, the, the best tools to start off with this is definitely Node, Excel and Gephi. Node Excel on its own a bit, bit challenging, but Node Excel with Gephi, and there are a couple of blogs on Twitter and uh, Medium and WordPress actually showing you how to do this process. It took me possibly about uh, an hour's or two hours work, but then turned out to be uh, the start of something quite fun actually, the quick uh, screencast using the QuickTime player, and uh, there it is on Twitter good amount of retweets, good amount of engagement and definitely what's interesting is to see that Dr. Bertalan Mesko all the way from Hungary is currently the main digital head influencer. He has the largest number of connections and uh, you can see that there are different people actually con like uh, reaching out to him and actually um, uh, sending products to him so that's really quite interesting. I think he is the leader there. And uh, you ask me, what is his secret ingredient? Very simple, creating content on a regular basis. And that's uh, what's making him the leader, and what's bringing him out there, and what's giving him the opportunity to connect to so many different people. I'm excited for his upcoming uh, uh, adventure series, let's say, where he's uh, assisting with uh, and this Mars. It's quite cool. And... Uh, I'm here to tell you that I'll be trying to, on a regular basis, trying to um, use Anchor.fm to reach out to my audience and at the same time provide you with valuable content and insights from the world of Digital Head. My focus and my passion is to bring a Digital Head experience to all patients in Europe and especially in Malta and ensuring that, most of all, that patients have as much as possible a seamless experience, the same way that we I want healthcare to be as easy to use as Facebook. Maybe it's a bit, uh, let's say, it's a bit extreme to possibly compare both, but definitely I want to facilitate the use of healthcare and provide a seamless experience out there a seamless and memorable experience, especially when something concerns your heart and it affects you directly. So here I go, cheers to everyone and hoping that you enjoy my small segment. Cheers everyone. Shout out to Ana Guerra for having the patience to listening to my episode. Cheers, Ana. Hello. Good afternoon from Malta. Hello, Daniel. <laughs> Hello, and I will say good morning to you here, uh, located in Montreal today. How are you, sir? 
I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm actually try, still trying to figure out whether I was calling you or not, because somehow when I was actually putting in the number from the contact, uh, it seems that the plus sign and the you know in the first part of the number somehow wasn't showing up. So I wasn't even sure if I was actually getting through or not. So that's really great. And uh, you did a perfect job. Thank you, madam. Thank you. <laughs> how are you doing? How how how, how was your week? Learning how yeah. to use the week was great. Learning how to use new tools and share them yeah. with others and yeah, uh, try to educate myself on the fly. And um, a fellow clinician introduced this tool to me and wanted to try okay. it out. Uh, then I tried it with another person and shared it with you and. Um, I find it really interesting that you can uh, create a podcast with this tool. So I yeah. created one, I uploaded it, and then you get a message stating they'll, they'll let you know if it'll be, a, you know, an official podcast. So, yeah, it seems that uh, Anchor this week, at least I was reading up on Anchor, and it has been described as the love child of podcasts and radio. So it's great. Oh, uh, wow. I found it to be quite a romantic description <laughs> of, anch- of Anchor. And uh, yeah, so it's really cool. I think they, Anchor has definitely, definitely managed to deliver on creating. It's on very provi- user friendly. Yeah, exactly, exactly, it- exactly. I'm looking through, it is based in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of checking them out. But okay. I find it really interesting. I'm enjoying using the tool. I noticed that you've been using the features. You added uh, music to your podcast. And you, yes, I did. And uh, created one, uh, a music only. So you've definitely uh, gone to the next level. <laughs> then I added well, this part. Well, I, I'm trying. I'm trying. It, well, uh, what's interesting is that I actually... Somehow, thanks to this, I actually uh, found it extremely easy just to start off my long postponed podcast, which I actually have decided to call The Digital Head Voice. So it's really funny, actually, that I actually finally I found a good name for something. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yes, I, I've always thought about it, but I think with this tool, it was so easy, so the UX, so user-friendly that um, uh, it, it really encouraged me to try. Definitely, definitely. And to share. Yeah. So I can see us using this um, this tool at a future event uh, when we're in Odessin for when. Yeah, exactly, uh, Odessin, yeah. You know, when we're speaking or when we're doing, um, you know, a 15-minute talk on the floor, this could be a real, you know, helpful tool as we navigate the, the, the global sphere of health IT. <laughs> yeah, definitely this is a game changer. And to all our new followers who uh, might be listening to this interview, uh, Daniel and myself will be speaking at the World of Health Innovation Network conference in Odense, Denmark, which is, I believe, from the, I can't remember the exact date, from the 10th to the 12th. October, correct. 10 to 12 October, we'll be there a little bit before and a little bit after, and then afterwards we'll be heading off to the Digital Head Society Conference in, in Tallinn, Estonia. 
So, uh, Daniel, just so, also because it's a bit of an international call and a uh, bit of experimenting, but I have a question for you. If you had to choose one feature that you really love about Anchor and you would like to let the users know about it, what would that be? And secondly, how do you plan to use Anchor over the coming months? I think one of the features I like, and I've been trying to test them. I think, like I said, you've uh, been able to navigate a little bit further than I have. I like the interview feature as well as there's a call-in feature. So I'm interested in um, maybe the two of us and one of the person doing like a third party and then be able to call in and integrate that feature. I think that would be kind of cool to be able to take, you know, uh, as we're talking. Um, I think one of the things I would say um, to know in advance, uh, at least as far as I've known in the several times I've tried, having the other party's uh, number in your contacts list. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's um, a good as trick. far as using your phone, having that set up in advance will save some time. So if you're planning on, you know, doing a podcast or, you know, in the future, having that set up before will save you a lot of time. Yeah, I actually... I can see us using this quite a bit. Yeah, exactly. Maybe <laughs> someone that's coming to an event or um, maybe uh, an impromptu coffee conversation. Yeah. Um, it, it, the mobility of it. Because I think in my mind, the reason why I had not created a podcast, I thought I needed, you know, a private room and a studio and a mic and, you know, kind of a an elaborate production. Yeah, I think that... And with this system, I, I feel that for a layperson, it's, it's much more user-friendly than what I thought I needed to create a podcast. Definitely. I think the entry level for uh, doing a podcast has now been slashed significantly thanks to this tool. I think it's the, even the interlude. I actually would love to. One feature I would request is actually using the interlude whilst recording. That means having an interlude and some. And uh, there's some button which I or something. Those these different nice. features. Yeah, so. Okay, so thank you, Daniel, for this very, very, very short interview. And uh, really, I'm hoping to hear more of you, hearing more of your voice on Anchor. And at the same time, also having the opportunity to do our digital health advocacy as well. Because as you can see right now, it's a bit of an uphill struggle for our community and our industry. But at the same time, I believe that we're kind of aligned as well when it comes to our values that we want, after all, value-based care and patient-centric care. Do you agree, Daniel? I, I agree. I can see this is going to change um, something we can add in addition to our interviews. Yeah. And there is a way of sharing the audio text. So you can actually Definitely. interview uh, someone in another country and get the audio text and have um, and do a write-up in addition with the audio and tear them yeah, together. Yeah, exactly. So mm -hmm. I think this is going to be the um, the next step for us. Yeah, lovely. And uh, even better, mm -hmm. also I've been hearing that the G Gary Vaynerchuk, I don't know if you're a fan of Gary Vaynerchuk, 
I'm not a big, I'm not like a, a diehard fan, but I've heard about him and I respect mm-hmm. him. And uh, and he's also been praising this anchor, so it's really cool. Okay, thank you, Daniel, and I'll catch up thank with you, you so later. Thank you so much for your time. Sounds great. Enjoy Malta, and I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for the interview. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks. See you. Cheers. Goodbye. Cheers. Bye, bye, man. Digital Health Updates for 19th August 2017 So Google acquires Sensor using startup Synosis Health What's really interesting about this update is that they are, uh, they, the startup actually uses sensors in mobile phones to collect data and health information and uh, some of the aspects were, which were mentioned were lung health, hemoglobin counts and jaundice and newborns. Hemoglobin counts, we're talking about how much, let's say, um, oxygen carrying elements there are in uh, the red blood cell. And also for jaundice, this is when jaundice will have the yellowing and the discoloration of the skin. And this could happen in newborns, especially in the first 24 to 48 hours. Interesting stuff. This company was uh, set up by it's a Seattle-based company and was founded by serial entrepreneur Shwetak Patel. In fact, Patel, Patel talked to Geekwire about how mobile sensors can be used to monitor health. And from my own thoughts, it's incredible that we have a device such as a smartphone and that we're still at the tip of the iceberg when it comes to its usage potential. Phil gets 10 million US dollars in funding. Phil is an app-enabled prescription delivery service app and uh, this is actually allowing for prescription deliveries throughout, I believe, the San, throughout San Francisco. This uh, funding round was led by Crosslink Capital, Anyak Ventures, Softec, VC, Foran, SVT, SV Angel, Silicon Valley Bank and Transmedia Capital. And what's interesting about this is that Something like this would actually be quite cool to implement in my home country, Malta. And at the same time, um, this is something which is kind of becoming like Uber for uh, prescriptions. That means you want to order, you want to get your repeat prescription, you don't have to go to the pharmacy every time. You just uh, get uh, switch on the app and get it to your phone. Interesting stuff. Would this uh, make sense in Malta? It would. And uh, the government of Malta, in fact, is already offering delivery to a certain target population for free. So, who knows? Maybe people might be willing to pay for something like this. Digital Health Summer School, what a cool concept! From all the way from the island of Ireland, we have a Digital Health Summer School. In fact, from digitalhealth.net, we have um, John Huxma's article which bring up 10 points about what they learned from the Digital Health Summer School. Well, what's interesting about this is this summer school actually is a gathering of CIOs and CCIOs, Chief Clinical Information Officers, from, uh, all, from all the different hospitals in Ireland. And some points which really struck me were that clinical buy-in is vital for successfully embedding technology in healthcare. Yes, indeed. If you want clinicians to actually embrace technology, bring them in. 
Second point which really struck me amongst those 10 points is the need to upskill and train clinicians in IT practices and technology, leadership and change management, and best of all, in co-creation and design skills. Design thinking, anybody? So this is something to, to actually embrace in different countries around the world, maybe not just Ireland, but whole of Europe. Why not? Medaware, an Israeli company, uses machine learning algorithms, something related to artificial intelligence, if you might not understand that, to find and eliminate dangerous prescription errors. Uh, they have just raised 8 million US dollars. What is there not to be excited about? From a WHO report on medication errors, as part of a technical series on safer primary care, it has been estimated that approximately 6 to 7% of hospital admissions appear to be medication related with over two-thirds of these considerably avoidable and thus potentially due to errors. The problem is likely more pronounced in the elderly because of multiple risk factors such as polypharmacy, but when you think about all of this, there is only place for improvement and startups are very much welcome. Should this initiative be government-led or led by companies which are uh, taken care of by the healthcare institution, who knows? But definitely, we need ideas and we need to reduce as much as possible hospital admissions. So this is something to look forward to and I believe that any healthcare institution could benefit from technology with, which at least, if not eliminate, reduces dangerous prescription errors. So thank you everyone for listening to the first episode of the Digital Head Voice. And as a wrap up for today's episode, we have from Moby Health News, 48 digital health companies share 2016 revenues to land on the Inc. Inc. Magazine 5000 list of fastest growing companies in America. And just to mention some of the uh, companies we've had, WellTalk, Provata Health, Outcome Health, HealthSpark and even Chartwise Medical Systems. Is this something to look forward to? Definitely. So uh, we think that, at least personally for myself, I think that Digital Health, as uh, I expressed on the 17 stats on Digital Health adoption on Informatica's blog, definitely there is a future for the Digital Health. So who knows? It might be your company, your Digital Health company next to be part of that list. And that's a wrap for today. Thanks everyone for listening.